Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. There is a better way to practice architecture. When you build a thriving business, you will then have the time and the financial resources to do your best work, to design the architecture that you want to design. We've built a powerful program of resources, training, and community for you, the small firm architect. We'll show you how to build a better business so you can be a better architect. Entree Architect Academy. To learn more, visit the homepage at entrearchitect.com. You are listening to Entree Architect Podcast, and this is episode 181. Welcome back to the Entree Architect Podcast. My name is Mark Arlapage, and this is the podcast dedicated to a successful life as a small firm architect. Whether you have plans to someday start your own firm, whether you're in the process of launching a startup, or you might be an experienced small firm architect just trying to make a difference, this podcast is for you. My goal is to inspire you to build a better business so that you may pursue your purpose with passion and live the life of your dreams. This episode of Entree Architect Podcast is supported by our platform sponsors, FreshBooks, Core by BQE Software, and RCAT. And I'm going to share more about these great companies later in the show. But before we get started here, just take a quick note to schedule some time later today, as soon as you're finished listening here, to go visit each one of them and let them know that you appreciate them for supporting us, the Entree Architect community. Devin Tilly, welcome to Entree Architect Podcast. 
All right. I'm so excited to be on The Entree Architect. That really was one of my inspirations to start one of my own podcasts. So I'm so honored to be a guest on your show, Mark. I'm, I'm very happy that you're here. I was on your show a long time ago, and it's way overdue to have you over here at The Entree Architect podcast. Uh, I've become a big fan of what you're doing, and I wanted to share what you're doing with our community over here at Entree Architect. So let me just give a little bit of a, an intro here so people know who you are if they don't already know who you are. Devin's the owner of Mountain View Window and Door, a nationally recognized company providing windows and doors for essentially high-end residential projects. Uh, he's also the creator and the host of the Art of Construction podcast. And actually, he's doing a whole bunch of stuff around the Art of Construction brand. So we're going to get into that a little bit. Um, also, uh, with his co-host, uh, Kevin Keefe, is uh, on, on the podcast as well. They talk about all different things. Generally, very similar to our podcast, they're focused on business, focused on success, uh, focused on building thriving, sustainable business. So uh, it's it's uh, definitely something that I've been hoping to get uh, Devin over here to talk about. And so I'm really interested uh, in doing that. Definitely go look up the Art of Construction podcast, one of my favorite shows. It's on my list of weekly listens. So do that. And um, they're based in Denver. I don't think I mentioned that, but they're based in Denver, Colorado. Uh, and he's essentially building a small online media empire over there for uh, <laughs> contractors and architects. So uh, Devin's been a longtime friend here at Entree Architect, and it's been really interesting and very inspiring to watch Devin grow uh, both the window and door company as well as the art of construction. So uh, let's get into it. Devin, why don't we start with your origin story like we do always here at Entree Architect Podcast. Why don't you go back to uh, sort of what inspired you to get into this industry and then share that journey from that point to uh, to where you are today. Excellent. Well, thanks again. And I would start by uh, growing up in a family. I was the oldest of five children and uh, my uh, father was in the building supply industry. Uh, started out as a contractor, then as a, as a sales rep and a lumber yard to working himself up to store manager to store manager to district manager. And along the way, as he kept getting promoted, we kept moving. And every time we'd move, we had a big family. So we would buy a house, fix it up. And I was always just fascinated by the art of construction as a kid. So I always loved the assembly of uh, seeing something get put together. Uh, but really, uh, you know, the marketing side of construction as you know, to, to begin with the end in mind is, as I tell people that it seems like I fall in the middle as uh, in a marketing uh, meeting, they called me the construction unicorn. And I said, what does <laughs> the heck does that mean? And they're like, well, you under you are passionately into construction, but you also have lived it long enough to where you can speak the art of construction. And and so I, I tell people and I'll go back to the rest of my story, but I found Beginning with the end in mind, it seems so much that our industry is either too corporate, meaning what's your lowest price, or too construction. We've always done it this way. Yeah. And I find myself living right in the middle with technology and all these things. So I grew up kind of, uh, you know, the construction unicorn. I call my title the information entrepreneur today. But to go back to my uh, kind of story to get to where I am today is I always was passionate about construction. I uh, moved out to Colorado to go to college for marketing, got my marketing degree uh, and learned the theories of marketing. And uh, then I went back into the construction world uh, for 
uh, what now is a corporate uh, behemoth uh, uh, that I spent uh, five years on a distribution center and a door shop. And my job was in a three-state region to go around all the lumber yards and train them on the corporate program. So they would come out with some new window program and I would go around and, and I would get trained and I'd have to turn around. And it was great to really learn that when I would do it 28 times, I found how much repetition and how hard it is to teach an old dog new tricks. But I did what I really found through that is I didn't really fit the corporate uh, box very well. I really am outspoken, um, you know, an expressive entrepreneur at heart. So I actually just left the whole corporate world. I didn't want to go to the uh, ivory tower. I didn't think I would fit there. So I started over and went to work from one of my customers. That was going on 13 years ago. And at that time, I realized I loved the complication or the most complicated parts of construction that can really make or break a project. And I say that's either the foundation, which wasn't sexy enough for me, hmm. and it's drying in the structure. And in today's world with windows and doors are a big part of a, a structure. So I really focused in on windows and doors. And so I went to work for a, a customer who's still a great friend of mine, a dealer out of Breckenridge, Colorado. And then I, uh, at that time, I, I worked for them for a few years and then uh, met my wife who was in Denver. So I wanted to, I was going to start my own company at that time, but I met a current dealer who was interested in selling. So I went to work for him for three years and then bought out Mountain View Wind Design and changed the name and started my company in January 1st of 2012. So started Mountain View Window Door. I was with a one-man band and uh, started hiring people. Here we are for uh, 2017. So five years later, I now have two locations on each end of the state of Colorado, 28 employees. And next week, I'm closing on my uh, an expansion that was going to be the first art of construction design center that Mountain View Window and Door will be one of the anchor tenants. And through this evolution, as I've been following my passion and growing my business, I was on a, a podcast called The Shays Lounge. His name is Nick May, and uh, it's a great podcast for designer focused. And I was hooked. But I realized at the same time as I was trying to grow my business, if I was going to truly be the leader, you better be a really good speaker and re really be confident. So I put two and two together. I said, I'm going to start my own podcast. I've been living the art of construction for a long time. I'm passionate about telling my story. So that was how the art of construction was born. And one of my uh, trusted advisors at the time, he's now my managing advisor overseeing all my trusted advisors. Trust advisors go back to one of my shows of why we call them trust advisors instead of sales consultants. Yep. Uh, is that uh, he was a broadcast major in college and he went out and was a builder in Vegas and in the recession things changed and so it really was a j good joint fit and uh, I'm the one on the Art of Construction podcast now that uh, the why of the Art of Construction is very simple. The premise is strictly the Art of Construction for contractors and architects to grow their business. That's it. And we focus bi-weekly shows to where we come from a little bit, I think, different angle because back to our day-to-day -day life, as far as I am the present owner or the top and the bottom of the organizational chart for Mountain View Window and Door as the information entrepreneur. So I kind of bring those day-to-day real-life stories into the Art of Construction uh, studio and more of the supply side. But uh, And that's what I think is really fun. I love listening to the Entree Architect because it's more from the architect side and you can really – get different uh, as us different hosts 
blending together different podcasts. So now the art of construction has evolved to where now it's doing video. We're putting in our first design center. So the whole concept is getting multiple companies to really engage uh, with the whole premise of the art of construction is all about getting the right value, understanding, you know, what lifestyle you want and working together, as we say, the tribe that's over 100,000 now downloads on the art of construction growing every day to emphasize that in a in a design center with technology and really being cutting edge. We like to say the art of construction wants to be the Amazon of construction. And that's where we're at today, Mark. And you've been a big part of that to where the podcast two years ago when it started, it started as an advertisement for Mountain View Window and Door. And we found out quickly that it was a conflict of interest. And what I learned is that I'm not, I don't want to be salesy. I don't want it to be an advertisement for Mountain View Window and Door. It's bigger and more than that to where we talk truly the art of construction. And we say, who is the art of construction? We are general contractors of communication to collaborate with the art, which is the design, and the execution, which is construction. And that's really the premise of what the art of construction is. And Mark, you're one of the people that have pushed me to say, it needs to have its own legs and it has its own brand now, its own website, its own building separate. And we're just having a ton of fun. So that's kind of my story up into today. Yeah, it's it's a great story. And and I've really enjoyed watching it and watching it grow and evolve. Um, it, it definitely, it, when, when we first met and I was on your show and we were talking about what this could become, um, I knew right away that it had to be more than what you were doing because, uh, it when it was I, I think it was called the Mountain View Window and Door Podcast or something like well, that. Well, we've we've always called it the Art of Construction, but the the Art of Construction logo originally was Mountain View Window and Door, my company's logo, in the same colors. Right. Uh, so the concept was, you know, it's a different name, but it's under Mountain View Window and Door, and it just didn't make sense to to make it a you know to be a global and timeless listening audience. Yeah, and and your your passion is clearly way beyond that. I mean, the 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 company is obviously your focus and and it's and it's your baby um but when you spoke about uh the art of construction and what it could become um the perception that with the with the other brand attached to it uh made it feel like it was just an ad for the window and door company and and i knew from your passion and and your and your uh your ideas and clearly from people listening to you in the last you know 10 minutes clearly beyond that. Um, it's a much bigger idea. I mean, clearly when you talk about the Amazon of construction, that's a pretty big goal. Um, and I, and I won't, uh, I won't bet against you to make it the Amazon of construction, (laughs) seeing what you've done in such a short amount of time. I didn't realize that you started the company in 2012. That's, uh, that's the same year that this, this podcast was relaunched as the, uh, as Entree Architect. It was, we were December of 2012. Well, the company I bought was started in 2006, but I, I bought Mountain View Window, and Window Design, created a new corporation called Mountain View Window and Door in January 1st of 2012. So me being the ownership side, before that, I was always on the other side of the desk being a sales rep out working for other people and always documenting. And, you know, it's it's I learned so much from working from other people and it's, you know, as I was at, you know, Warren Buffett's uh, summit and she said, they asked him at the end, like, what's what's the key to success? And he's like, always be learning. And that's the you know, it's it's all about learning. And the podcast has been such a great tool for me to learn 
and then also be able to share my passion and give back to others. And folks, that's the key to this whole thing is, is, is finding your passion, having fun and giving you a get. Yeah, exactly. And I, I want to get into the evolution of the art of construction to, to, from where it started to where it is now. Cause obviously it's with, with its own offices, you have some big, big plans. Let's take a quick break here to say thank you to our platform sponsors here at Entree Architect, FreshBooks, Core by BQE Software, and RCAT. FreshBooks makes it simple to send invoices, post your expenses automatically, track your time for the whole team by project, and get organized with reports, communication, and notifications. My favorite feature at FreshBooks is the automated invoice reminders. It's a simple feature, and I think sending invoices and getting paid is one of the biggest barriers to our success as entrepreneur architects. Who has the time, right? But if we don't send out those invoices, we don't get paid. FreshBooks makes it easy to send out invoices and get paid online with a click of a button. And when your client doesn't pay on time, FreshBooks will send them a friendly email reminder automatically through a simple system that you control. Sign up for a free 30-day unrestricted trial and get ready for the simplest way to be more productive, organized, and most importantly, get paid faster. Visit entrearchitect.com freshbooks to access FreshBooks for free for 30 days and be sure to enter Entree Architect in the How Did You Hear About Us section. One of the most often requested resources here at the Entree Architect community is project management software. How do we keep our projects and our people organized while we grow as entrepreneur architects? Well, this podcast is sponsored by our friends, the AIA Advantage partner, BQE Software. They are the makers of ArchiOffice. But BQE just released a new product built just for us architects. It's called Core. You may have heard about it. BQE built Core in response to what we want in a project management software. BQE Core lets you practically run your office from a single platform. Time and expense tracking, project management, dashboards, reports, billing, and accounting are seamlessly integrated in an easy-to-use interface that will save you time, effort, and money. And listeners to this podcast, the Entree Architect podcast, can get a free 15-day trial, free for core. Try it out at entrearchitect.com slash BQE. entrearchitect.com slash BQE. If you've been listening to this podcast anytime during the last few months, you've heard me talk about our friends, RCAT. And hopefully you're using their free resources every day as an architect. For those of you who have not yet checked them out, RCAT's a great tool for us small firm architects. RCAT has a huge library of free content, CAD, BIM, specifications, and tons more. And they've done all the work for you. If you need a spec, click over and download a CSI three-part specification in multiple formats, any way you want it. And how about a CAD detail or a BIM object? They're there, all free, at the click of a mouse. It's super simple. RCAT has tons of building products. Their content is there ready for you to use, and it's all completely free. And you don't even have to register to download it. Check it out at RCAT.com. Have you tried out their newest free tool? It's called Charette. 
create a project, assign tasks, share and collaborate with colleagues and clients in real time. Pull content from the RCAT database or from anywhere on the web and put it in Charette. Keeps it organized in all one place. And guess what? Charette is free too for the Entree Architect community. Visit them at entrearchitect.com slash RCAT, A-R-C-A-T, entrearchitect.com slash RCAT, and click on the Charette icon to check them out and let them know that Entree Architect sent you. Fresh Books, Core by BQE Software and RCAT. Please visit our platform sponsors today and thank them for supporting you, the Entree Architect community. I want to know how you grew Mountain Window and Door so rapidly uh, into what it is today. Um, what was the biggest game changer once you got your hands on it? Obviously, you have a, a, a marketing background. You have a degree in marketing. So that's clearly uh, one, one big piece of it is you understood how it needed to be uh, positioned. But what, what do you think was the biggest game changer from taking it to you know, what it was to what it is today? Well, the, the, the first thing is uh, having a really good plan and having myself, my personal board of directors and my advisory council set before I really put this plan in execution. So I really had a good support team, uh, which was led by my father-in-law, who was a college professor and business coach. And in 1989, he copyrighted a presentation uh, that he called The Full Life Perspective. And what the full life perspective is, is basically his 28 years of teaching and, and putting it all together of selling computers back in the day before, you know, way back when to the IBM principles and all those stuff to uh, the whole full life perspective that uh, and when I was courting his daughter, he knew it was getting serious. And he uh, sat me down and uh, and and said, you know, this if if. I really want you to give this full life perspective a shot. And, and obviously I wanted to impress him, but then I found out that was like my secret sauce. And <laughs> from the full life perspective, there's a, there's a, and there's a tool called the time relationship chart. And it's really a cool story as far as, you know, at 1989, he got it copyrighted. He, uh, did it for me and for a few other people. And I was just hooked just like I was with the podcast. And he asked, you know, I asked him, you know, would you be willing to give that to me and help me do that? And the two things of, uh, you know, my the keys to my success were having a really good plan, surround yourself with really good people and getting out of the way to let them, you know, succeed and have fun. That's been, I would say, but with having a really good plan, you got to take risks and be a leader. So I bought my father-in-law and I bought this building together after we spent three years of developing the full life perspective while I was working for other customers and putting all this plan in place. He looked me in the eye and at the, it was a really, uh, it was the, he really, and back to when you're in decision mode, you got to have really people that can help you see things really clear. And I was in negotiations to buy Mountain Window Design. And at the time, uh, we're the Anderson dealer in town. And then at the time, Pella was uh, a competitor, Pella Anderson, two of the big window manufacturers. Pella was just courting me big time and they just kept upping the ante. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm we're re ready to have a family. And, you know, do I want to go into this massive amount of debt and all these kinds of things? And and Greg simply knew me and he looked me in the eye and he said, Devin, is, is, is this really what you want to do? You want to be 
you want to own the best window and door company and, and, and made me put my why together as people like Simon Sinek says is our why was created that a Mountain View window and door from the very beginning is to be the best supplier of windows, doors and hardware to contractors, architects and project designers in Colorado. So I really knew what we wanted to do. And he asked me that and he goes, well, you know, you, Devin, you've talked about Pella, how you're concerned about how you log, have to log eight sales calls a day and you have to, you know, report back to the corporate that you left and it didn't fit. He's like, I don't think you're going to have fun and like that. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. And I took the biggest risk of my life, which was the biggest success in my life. So it's having a really good plan, taking risks, but make sure you have fun along the way and dream big. And that's what the time relationship chart put that's all together. So from 1989, from when he did it, when it was totally state-of-the-art with two overhead projectors, <laughs> he gave me all those slides, and now I've put it into a digital platform that I'm working with different people now to put into an app and so on and so forth. And I do that presentation five times a year in my design center that now the art of construction has taken over the design centers. And we kind of like to say, you know, we're an event center for the art of construction for all things to help you grow your business. And oh, and by the way, if you need windows and doors, we're here to help. And it's a totally different mind shift about, you know, coming into a place that is all about your lowest price. But I took a big risk to put in this big design center when there was nothing like that coming right out of the last downturn and putting in this massive design center. And it was really, my philosophy was if you build it, they will come. Hey, it worked. You know, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good, but you got to have a good plan and take risks. Yeah. The That's plan, my answer to that. The plan and the people uh, and the risks are, are, is everything. And I think there are, there are so many small firm architects that, that miss those two things and those, the three things, all three. Um, there's so many architects out there that are just doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and, and not really planning what they're doing. They're just doing it. Um, and they, and, and few see the value of bringing on those really good people. They, they see the value of bringing on people below them, but not people who advise them, people above them or, or with them, um, and very averse to risks. And so I think there's a lesson there that if you really want to reach the life that you want to have and, and create the architecture that you want to have, uh, that you have to do the plan. You have to have the right people. You have to take risks or you just will continue doing and doing and doing. Yeah. It, and you got to be able to work on your business as well as in your business. I'm a huge fan of Michael Gerber's E-Myth Revisited. And that book really changed. That was the other thing when I was putting my plan together is I, I literally did everything to the T in that book. And I made all the organizational charts, put my name in every box, and I developed what the advantages of working for the corporate side of things to a husband and wife organization to a, a just a one guy who owned Mountain View News. I worked for all these different platforms to see what they did really well and where I felt they really faltered. So I just kept making those mental notes. And I I went to my master's program. I went and got my marketing degree in theory. And I tell people I learned twice as much in college while running a lawn mowing company called Cutting for College and ran the rugby team. And all the rugby guys just wanted enough money to buy beer on the weekend where I paid cash for college and made a lot of money as an entrepreneur and having fun mowing grass through college as well as selling electronics at Circuit City. So I wore all these other hats and, and also still learned the theory in school. And so through the uh, e revisited, I literally lived all that stuff. And then I was saying, 
well, I got to fill these, the sooner I can fill these boxes, the sooner I can grow and work on the business to move on to new things like the art of construction. At the time, obviously, I didn't know what that was, but I, I figured out who I was. I'm a visionary leader. And folks, that's the key is find out what you're good at and just accelerate that. And so once I figured that out, I changed my scaling up systems big time. So I hired people that most little window and door companies wouldn't hire, a full-time in-house marketing gal that we can make changes and be alert fast for our website and changes. I hired an in-house IT guy that I told him, I want you to develop systems for within five to seven years, we have 250 people in five locations. So we only built our software and systems once versus I see other companies I work for, they're constantly reacting to where they've come from instead of think about being proactive where they're going. So those have been really helpful for me. But mistakes I made along the way was I also hired too fast. And one of the big things I learned is you got to hire slow and fire fast. You can't, I built in this big, big, this big design center with eight, you know, trusted advisor offices. I'm like, I got to fill them all up. So I just got all these people that, not that they were bad people, they just didn't fit what we were doing. So it's really understanding your culture. So you got to know what culture you want to create and then build the right people and get the square peg in the square hole, not the round peg trying to go into the square peg, uh, square hole, if you will. And that's, that's part of the plan as well. And and failure is part of it as well. When you take risks, you're not going to succeed at every every shot. So when you when you you build eight offices and you fill them with people because that was part of the plan, and you realize that that was a mistake, you quickly fix that mistake. You learn from that, and you don't do that again. And then you move on to the next piece of the plan. Yep. And 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 also bring new sets of eyes in. That people hate. Most people hate change. I love change. So I'm always changing. I always, but I also got to recognize most people don't like that. So you got to be smart about how much you change to your tribe that I'm building to that. You could be, you could go off the cliff if you change too much. So, uh, one of the other things that's been so helpful for me is bringing in different consultants, different sets of eyes that challenge and grow. Like right now we have G Carl company, Greg Hernandez, that is now he's the, and he's coming in having so much fun that he has came in as a coach for me back to the podcast is one of the big reasons I started the podcast is people thought I was so confident and, and I was really, I'm, I was really good one-on-one -on -one and I passion, but I'm, I'm a very, very, uh, you know, passionate person and I get emotional too easy. So I hired Greg uh, after I had done the first 50 episodes and I did all the editing myself and it was kind of my own personal Toastmasters to get better at speaking. I used to, um, uh, you know, and yeah. I'm just so much more comfortable speaking by doing my own Toastmasters on the podcast, but also hiring Greg as my business coach to make me be a better speaker, a better person, a better listener. And now he's on contract once a day, one day a week to help Mountain View and He's also my strategist for the art of construction. So it's it's finding a right way to get – it's all about the people and it's getting the right people to fit your culture. But you got to know your story and your culture to know where to go with that. And that's been kind of my evolution of how we're having so much more fun doing very similar things to where I started in this industry not having fun because I didn't fit the corporate mold. D didn't I tell you he was inspiring? 
<laughs> right? I mean, you, you, I just love listening to you talk. That's why I love your show because you, you know, I, there's so many, there's so many nuggets to take away and so many different directions to take our conversation today. I don't even know where to begin. Um, so we'll have to have you back to, to continue this conversation as well. But I want, I want to get into the art of construction and this new idea of this new, well, not the new idea, but the, the offices. I mean, this is growing way beyond uh, a simple podcast. So, so talk a little bit about the origin of, of the art of construction. You did you did that a little bit already, but it started as a podcast. Um, talk a little bit more about why you did the podcast and then where it's going. And now it's turning into a, a physical location uh, way beyond the podcast. So talk, let's talk yeah. about that. Well, I started the podcast to grow my business. And what I found out is it really grew me. And, and, and it's, it's the personal development from the podcast has now made Devin Tilly, if you will. I never started it and I never, my goal was to be a quote unquote celebrity. You know, what really fuels me is to be an educator. And I really just love, you know, me learning and being able to teach the art of construction. And the, the podcast has been a platform for me to, to be able to do that. Has it, but has I, it made you more business? It It's. When people say, what's your secret to growing your business? I say the podcast. And, and, and it's because it's made me so much more confident mm -hmm. to where I know who I am. I know what our culture is. I know where we're going. And you can hear that on my story. And you say, well, where's the next thing of the design center? And, and I, if, if people are intrigued about where I'm going, I challenge you to go to our two video YouTube channels. And we have the Art of Construction website, and then we have my company, Mountain View Indoors Doors website. And we're in the process of having to redo the whole Mountain View website because, you know, we started that five years ago. And once you get it done, it's got to be all redone again because that's just how technology works if you want to be on the cutting edge of technology. But, uh, the video, one of the videos we just released is a video of me about the house my wife, it was a two-bedroom, one-bath house that uh, we lived in and then we kept it as a rental and I always wanted to do a, a, a show home on that. And so I put all the cards in place to uh, develop this show home and I'm like, well, man, this is the perfect way to be able for me to choose, not having, to, I'm the one signing off. I can do it the way I want to do it to showcase my projects. And I'm like, well, why don't I do that with my other people that I like and trust and have fun with? So I uh, had started a, a monthly leads group called Elite Industry Partners. And I'm, I'm a big, I'm really passionate about creating advisory councils and groups, but not just groups for anything. It's like the Entree community is very focused and you have you've been true to your words about the small firm architect. And I'm a big fan of that to where even when I had talked to you about, is that something I should be? And you're like, no, it's only for architects. And I I've learned that that's so key to have the right people in the right groups. So the elite industry partners is a leads group that I offered. So they all did their thing in there where we did one big video shoot. And it was kind of this whole idea was like, wow, we all want to do this. But as small companies, we don't have two things we none of us have enough of and it's first is time and next is money. And so if I can be the art of construction to build our tribe and collaborate and to pull this all together, not just in a video, not just this, but in a design center as well as within projects, we can now, now collaborate and work together. So I did it in a house that you can go to our art of construction YouTube channel and see videos that are about construction, meaning lifestyle, the kitchen, 
But then you can also go to Mountain Views MVTV YouTube that is very specific about what type of door and why we used this door, so on and so forth in that house. So it's depending of where you, what information you're needing, you can go to those different channels. And that's what where we started the art of construction underneath Mountain View and Noon Door, and it's grown to truly be the umbrella to the art of construction for all things construction. And if it filters down into, if you know, if it, if it's about windows and doors, then it fits Mountain View. And we found we get so much more precise leads, and Mountain View is set up to not waste time or money by the art of construction guiding people to the right place. And so that's what we're facilitating to working and we're, we're, we close next week and, uh, we're looking for, you know, the right businesses to collaborate with us in two different ways in our design centers. And one is by being a leasee to where you lease a certain amount of space in there, but you also collaborate together. So like Mountain View Indoor Door is going to a killer conference room that's all glass with moving walls, but those are also our displays that we sell off of. But then you'll have we'll have a full functioning chef's kitchen where we're working with Ferguson to do the plumbing, hardware, and appliances, and Timeless Millwork to do the cabinetry and granite imports to do the countertops. And they all work together to not just put up walls and lease up their own box. It's tearing down walls and collaborating together. So that's option one. And then option two is what you're seeing all over, the hot trend of the co-working space. So there's a monthly membership so that if a small firm architect or CVG or somebody wants to be members of that, there's going to be software where there's eight shared desks and four tables on the second story that you can lease those desks for a couple hours and you can meet with whoever, whatever in a space that then you can go down and collaborate and design. So that's what the art of construction is, is the kind of uh, property manager, if you will, that I'm also have a holding company that owns the real estate. So I don't have all this red tape. And also the anchor tenant is Mountain View Unknown Door, which is my company. So I am practicing what I preach. So that's kind of the full circle where we're going next. And, and you're keeping the original design center as well, right? So they're two separate entities. Well, this is in Grand Junction, Colorado. The okay. Denver one is already built. And so it's where the evolution plan is, uh, you know, we got window and door dealer the year last year. Uh, Anderson gave us the showroom of the nation the year before that. So we're really proud of it. But if you get to know me, it good is, you know, it's, it's always evolving. So the plan is, is to take all the things we did really well in Denver, replicate that in Grand Junction on the other end of the state. And then everything we did right in Grand Junction, Art of Construction the following year. So 2018 is Grand Junction and then 2019 where the art of construction is going to come back to Denver and kind of shuffle the deck, if you will, on what worked well in Grand Junction. So is the is the plan to do multiple art of construction design centers all over? That's why I'm on the podcast telling the story. I, I, I tell people you got to have a really good plan like I just told you. But if you're walking down a hallway and a door with a neon light opens up that makes perfect sense, take it. Yeah. So I'm ready. So that's where we're at. Yeah, it's very cool. I could imagine that these places not only would, could they be, um, you know, co-working spaces and design centers, but with your passion for education, you could have a whole section on training where people who are members of that uh, are trained in in business success. So as they join, they not only have a membership physically of the space, but they actually have a membership 
uh, with some sort of business consulting. I could see I'm glad, it going I'm glad so you many said that because we already have that set up and it's called the MBA program. It's the Art of Construction Master Business Acceleration Program. And what that is, is it's a three sessions. And once you go through the three sessions of the MBA program, you get to be part of the monthly group. And at the first session is about, you know, going over your LinkedIn profile giving you a, a new updated headshot, all the things you got to have in today's mental model with the internet that I hate to say it, our industry is lacking on that stuff. So we have that session. And then the second session is about presentation skills. What, what, whatever role you're in, you always got to be selling yourself in the company. So it's a role playing to talk about body language and it's a coaching and then the third one is a deep dive into goal setting from the full life perspective I talked about earlier. And once you go through those three programs, then you get to be part of the monthly leads group that will be at the AOC Design Centers to where we will have different speakers, we'll, have, we'll put it together and do presentation skills, so on and so forth, to truly take, to, take the Toastmasters and the BNI groups and all these things that we all know we have to be marketing and working on our business but I haven't found something that I passionately love to go to on a regular basis. So, hey, we're creating it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's awesome to 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 hear what you're planning here, because this is taking all of your loves and taking taking the podcast and taking the videos and taking the, the people and taking the education and the design centers and, and bringing them all together into one big thing that, that then you can take and make national and global and take over the world and make it the Amazon of construction. And, and people say, how in the heck, Devin, you get this all done? It goes back to at the beginning. It's the people. It's finding the right people for I set up the system. I am not a detailed guy. I'm the visionary leader, and I get really good people. Go to our website and see the smiling faces where now I'm challenging my people. We're in the process of doing video uh, instead of seeing their reading their bio and seeing a picture it's just going to be a picture you click on and it's a video of each person. So that's what we did. That's where we're at now. And it's just challenging each other to all have fun along the way. It's key that we have fun because if it becomes just a job, then you're just clocking in and you're not being progressive at that point. Where should we go to learn more about Art of Construction? www.theartofconstruction.net. And that has everything about the design center and how they can, if somebody's out there near you and they want to be involved in this, how do they do that? Well, you're the first one uh, nationally I've talked to about the design center because we close next week. And as, uh, as we all know, don't expect what you don't inspect. And uh, we got all the final paperwork signed yesterday. So this is brand new, hot off the hot off the press stuff. But uh, it would, uh, my contact information, uh, which my whole team uh, is on there at, at the Art of Construction. If there's something you're interested in, like yesterday I talked with a video company that we're looking at putting in a whole smart home division to take our motorized windows and the Gen Air app on the oven and the Lutron shades and all those things together that just scare us all right now and make it a test kitchen to test it out in a 365 collaboration space to where when we sell it in someone's home, it works. So those are all the concepts and things we're talking about behind the scenes right now. All right. So theartofconstruction.com. Before we wrap up. Uh, dot net, dot uh, net. Dot net. I'm sorry. Theartofconstruction.net. Uh, and we'll have links to all of that on, on the show notes. Um, 
Devin, before we go, I want to ask you the one question that I ask all my guests. What is one thing an entrepreneur architect can do today to build a better business for tomorrow? Set up a plan. If you have, if, if you're the principal, I'm speaking to you running the show. If you haven't read the E-Myth Revisited, and, and if you're not a reader, become a reader. And, and if you, if you struggle to make time to read, like I do with a two and a half year old, get audible and get books yep. to read them while you're driving around. And that's my advice is always be learning. Excellent advice. I did a, a, a podcast on the E-Myth Revisited for Architects. I'll put a link to that also in the show notes. Um, one of my favorite books, certainly the book that changed everything for me, sort of took all of the things that I wished I could do and figured out how to do it. Uh, so I, I love that uh, Devin's bringing that book up and, and referencing it as an inspiration for him as well. Uh, it's changed many, many people's lives. Every time I meet a new entrepreneur, somebody who's just started a new business, I send them that book. I've sent it to probably 15, 20 people at this point. Every time, whether it's a, a pizza, new pizza guy on the corner that I meet or a friend of mine or a brother-in-law, um, I just go on Amazon and send it to them. So I definitely check check out the, uh, the E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. The, the other... The other- uh, recommendation would be versatile selling, which is a hundred page book of the old IBM selling principles of selling four ways to four different types of people. That was a game changer for me. And all of us as small firms, we all have to be able to sell. And the key is to find, to relate and get into you land and get in, be able to relate to the other person because I'm an expressive, if you haven't noticed yet, but when I'm selling to an analytical, when I, before I learned how to sell the right way, I would be way too overgenic and I don't care about energy factors and U factors and all that stuff. But you know what? Most architects are analytics that care about all that stuff. So I have to become, I have to slow down, I have to think about it. So that's really good principles to understand, folks, it's not about you, it's about them. And you have two ears and one mouth. Listen. I wanted to learn more about the full life perspective. So we're either going to have you here again to talk about that, or we're going to get you into the Entree Architect Academy and, and, and get you to do a masterclass for us. But we definitely need to dive more into that because when you started talking about that, I got really excited, but we don't have time to talk about it today. I'd so, love to do it. Yeah. So we'll have to, to talk some more and, uh, and make some plans. Devin, cool. Thank you very, very much for being here today and for sharing your knowledge here at Entree Architect Podcast. And thank you for mentoring me and all your help. It's uh, You've been a, a, a big inspiration for the industry, you and Todd Redding with Shred Venture Group. And I just can't wait to see you guys at the next event, so on and so forth, and continue to grow our business together. Thanks, Devin. I appreciate that. Have a great day. Cheers. If you liked what Devin and I shared here today, I ask you to share it with a friend. Pick just one friend. You don't have to pick too many, just one. Just one, that's all I'm asking. Somebody that you think might benefit from what we talked about here today. This was a great show. Devin is an inspiring guy. What he's doing over uh, at The Art of Construction is an, is an inspiring story, and I want to share it. So complete show notes and a direct link to download this episode will be found at entrearchitect.com slash episode 182. 182. entrearchitect.com slash episode 182. Share that link with just one friend right now. Do it on Facebook, on Twitter, email. I don't care how you send it. 
Let's send it right now. And don't forget to visit the website to learn more about Entree Architect Academy, our private online membership program that's built for you, the small firm entrepreneur architect. I know you can build a better business and we can show you how. Learn more at the homepage, entrearchitect.com. You can build a better business. My name is Mark Arlapage and I am an entrepreneur architect. I encourage you to go build a better business so you can be a better architect. Think about that, that sentence or those, yeah, that sentence. I encourage you to build a better business so you can be a better architect. Does it make sense? If you build a better business, you'll have more time, more money to do all the things you love and to be a better architect. So go build a better business so you can be a better architect. I tell you to love, learn, share what you know. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything, yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, well, buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. <laughs> Season one featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that <laughs> then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's, it's so real. To this day, I, I I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like, us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh my the one that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. 
It's not just a podcast. It's a community where dreams meet action. There is a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was, it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is gonna be a priority. When the job is done, we're gonna actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. <laughs> and so for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like, that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.